Don't just ride the index, seek to outperform it with Fidelity Active ETFs. Learn more at fidelity.com slash active ETFs. Before investing in any exchange-traded fund, you should consider its investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Contact Fidelity for a prospectus, an offering circular, or if available, a summary prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully. While active ETFs offer the potential to outperform an index, these products may more significantly trail an index as compared with passive ETFs. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE, SIPC. This morning on the third hour of today, direct hit. Hurricane Adalia strengthening into a major storm overnight. Slamming Florida's Gulf Coast with wind, rain, and a devastating storm surge, possibly up to 16 feet in some areas. The time to evacuate has come and gone. And the worst could still be yet to come. We're live in Florida with the latest on the conditions and tracking where Adalia's headed next. Today, Wednesday, August 30th, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the third hour of today. I'm here, Al, along with Craig, Chanel, and Dylan taking the day off. We're watching a dangerous and historic situation play out in Florida. Hurricane Adalia making landfall just a short time ago. It had strengthened to a Category 4 storm overnight before weakening as it came to shore. It is hitting right now what's known as the Big Bend region in Florida. It is now, this just in from the National Hurricane Center, it is a Category 2 storm. Okay. Weather Service in Tallahassee calling this an unprecedented event. In addition to the rain and wind, the major concern along the Gulf Coast is the storm surge. Adalia could bring a wall of water on shore up to 16 feet high in some areas. We're actually going to talk to the mayor of Tallahassee uh, in just a few moments. This is the largest storm to ever hit the capital city of Florida. But let's start with our team of correspondents live in the elements. We'll start once again with NBC's Gabe Gutierrez. Gabe is in hard hit Perry, Florida. Uh, Gabe, it looks like it's gotten slightly better maybe than it did than it was just a few minutes ago. But it sounds like the winds are picking up. Oh, Craig, good morning. Uh, we've been speaking with you, you know, every few minutes or so this morning. Things have gotten slightly better over the last half hour to 45 minutes, but only slightly. The wind is still swirling here. There's more uh, of the sun is out. It's still obviously overcast and lots of clouds here, but every couple of moments we'll get a wind squall here and it's still very dangerous here. Um, down there, it's hard to see. You now see some uh, cars on the road. Uh, but authorities are warning people to stay off the road for now. There's a down tree over there. Just to my left, there was a billboard that just collapsed a little over an hour ago as the roughest of these winds were roaring here on shore. Now, we're still 20 miles or so inland from where this storm made landfall. As you mentioned, one of the most powerful hurricanes to ever hit this region. The concern in some parts of Florida is that potentially catastrophic storm surge, but here in Perry, that is not the case. Here, the concern is the wind. And again, as the eye wall brushed past here, and again, we just see that wind picking up and kind of blowing that rain over into the street. The concern here is 
what could be the structural damage. Thankfully, again, within the past few minutes, the wind has let up only slightly, but this is still an incredibly dangerous storm that's set to bring in more rain to not just Florida, but other states, including Georgia and South Carolina, over the next coming hours. Craig? All right, continue to be safe there, Gabe. Thank you. Now let's head about 50 miles to the northwest, to the state capital of Tallahassee. That's where we find NBC's Maggie Vespa. Maggie, good morning to you. What's the situation there? Hey, Chanel, good morning. Yeah, so the wind, like in Gabe's area, has been picking up here this morning. We've seen wind gusts upwards of 40 miles per hour. And the big concern here this morning is power outages. Our hotel just this morning, just behind our camera crew, has lost power. At least it's tripped out a couple of times. You might be able to hear the generator on in the background. I'll just kind of walk so you can get a better view of kind of the, the scene behind us here. Because, again, wind, power outages, the big concern in Tallahassee, the capital city of Florida, obviously a major college town, Florida State University, Florida A&M. Campuses here closed. And keep in mind, people here in the capital city, 200,000 plus people just kind of got about 24 hours notice that this storm was going to be a concern for them. It had kind of been tracking farther to the east, as our weather team knows, as Al knows. And then basically yesterday morning was when people here started getting alerts that it was now tracking a bit farther to the west. They had less time than other Floridians to prepare for this storm. And we saw people yesterday kind of frantically filling up sandbags, frantically sort of considering evacuation plans, watching the apps to see how bad indeed this was going to be for them. This is a historically strong storm to hit this far west in the state of Florida. People here hoping that the wind gusts that we're seeing throughout the morning, that the power outages that we're seeing throughout the morning, at last check, a couple thousand in this area, there goes another gust as we speak. People hoping that this is the worst of it, As it makes its way inland, you can see how intense those gusts are. Again, hoping here in Tallahassee that things don't get much worse and deteriorate much more this morning, guys. All right, Maggie Vespa, thank you so much for that report. Let's show you what we're, what's happening right now. Uh, currently, a Category 2 storm as it makes its way to the north. We are looking right now at this thing 20 miles south-southwest of Madison, Florida. 110-mile-per-hour winds. It's moving to the northeast at 18. Now look at these wind gusts. Uh, Keaton Beach, 33 miles per hour. Tallahassee, though, even stronger because they're on that backside. 46-mile-per-hour wind gusts. Uh, Tampa, 33-mile-per-hour hour wind gust the way it looks right now. And we've got the storm surge. This is the thing we're most worried about along the west coast of Florida. 7 to 16 feet is going to be the worst of it. They've got a king tide. That's because of the full moon that's accompanying it tonight. The surge will also bring large, dangerous winds. And then as the system exits out into the Atlantic, on the backside of this, we've got a storm surge of upwards of 2 to 5 feet from Brunswick, Savannah, Charleston, and 2 to 4 feet as you get into the North Carolina coastline as the path of the storm, again, making its way all the way across southern Georgia by tomorrow morning, tropical storm, Thursday morning, 2 a.m., and then it exits off and into the Atlantic, but still packing 60-mile-per-hour wind gusts that could uh, brush the uh, the outer banks of the of the Carolinas. So, guys, they're not out of the woods yet. We've got a lot still to go, and a lot of folks are going to be affected by this, especially not even right along the coast, uh, even inland as well. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, buddy. Uh, we, we mentioned that this is a, a historic storm on a number of levels because of where it is hitting right now. Uh, Florida State Capitol, Tallahassee, uh, simply put, 
typically doesn't get storms like this one. And joining us now is Tallahassee Mayor John Daly. Mayor Daly, good morning. I know it's a busy time, so thank you for, for making time with us for us this morning. Uh, let's dig in here. This is lining up to potentially be the worst storm ever to hit the city of Tallahassee. Since you were last on our broadcast a couple of hours ago, the hurricane made landfall. What are you hearing from those on the front lines? And then what's the situation down there now for you? Yeah, we are experiencing the storm as we speak. I'm located and embedded at the Emergency Operations Center in the heart of the city of Tallahassee. But uh, I'm very proud of the residents. Uh, we have been communicating for at least a week now and preparing for this storm. I think yesterday, uh, as it was referenced, uh, people really perked up when the National Weather Service said that this was going to be a historic storm. And it looks like it is going to be a historic storm. Since midnight, our crews have been working uh, to really restore power when it's gone out. And I'm very proud of the men and women on the front line and our first responders as well. So right now, it's shelter in place. Be safe. Um, and once the storm goes, we'll be able to get out, assess the damage and move forward from there. Did, did most of the folks there, um, Mayor, did they heed that evacuation warning? So we've been communicating with the universities. We have a student population of 70,000. We have a municipal population of 200,000 and another 100,000 in the unincorporated Leon County. And we've been communicating through the school districts with a press conference that we held several days ago about the closure of schools and the closure of the universities. You did see a part of the university community that left the students uh, that went back home to be safe. Uh, we had a voluntary evacuation in the city of Tallahassee, and some families did leave. But most importantly, most people that are here, they took heed. They got their uh, their gas and they got their groceries and other supplies early on. Therefore, we did not see the rushes at the gas station. We did not see the rushes at the grocery store because it was spread out over several days of full communication by the local government. So. Again, right now, the best thing everybody can do is stay inside. Even when the winds die down, give the professionals an opportunity to get out, clear the streets, restore the power lines so that we can be safe. First responders need to be able to get to the citizens and check on wellness and well-being. And uh, we're going to make it. We're Tallahassee strong. Mm. Mayor Daly, to that point that you just raised, uh, obviously you're not worried about the storm surge as much as, since you're inland, but it's these winds. Uh, what are you hearing about the damage that's happened? And then what's the response plan after those winds die down and you can reassess and get out there? Well, uh, you're correct. We don't. Uh, we're an inland community, so we don't worry so much about the storm surge. I will say, I had a chance to speak to my my friend, uh, uh, Mayor Davis, who's down. Heath Davis is the mayor of Cedar Key, and our hearts are with them as they're making through their own difficult situation too. Our main concern is obviously high winds, power lines, trees, and um, uh, flooding in our low-lying areas. We have spent a considerable amount of time um, prior to the storm prepping, making sure our infrastructure was in place clearing out our stormwater facilities, make sure there's no clogging. We have tripled the size of our electric utility department. We have brought in mutual aid from as far away as uh, Nebraska and Oklahoma and Ohio, Louisiana, Mississippi, so that our response can be immediate and we can begin to repair any damaged infrastructure, which we do expect in this historic storm as soon as possible. Mayor John Daly. Uh, Mayor, thank you. Thank you so much for your time this morning and uh, best of luck to you as well over the next few days and, and weeks as you uh, start to rebuild that city of yours. Thank, thank you, you again. And uh, folks, of course, stay with NBC News throughout the day for the very latest 
on on this hurricane. And, and here's the thing we've been talking about, this particular part of Florida. Obviously, Florida uh, used to hurricanes. Sure. This particular part, the Big Bend area, this area that sort of connects the peninsula to the mm-hmm. panhandle, this is not a part of Florida that has seen a hurricane like this in, in the modern era, correct? Yeah, that's right. And as the system makes its way uh, uh, through Georgia and off the coast, we are we do have uh, tornado watches up. If you go back to that radar really quick, you'll see that the, the pink outline, that those are tornado watches, and we've wow. seen warnings popping up as well. All right, still to come, we're going to switch gears, but we're going to continue to monitor this as we go through the hour. Uh, but we've got an important consumer confidential that impacts tens of millions of Americans. Ways to save on caregiving mm. and services you may not even know about. Well, we'll have that and more as the third hour of today continues. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you're hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging to connect with candidates faster. Plus, 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash today. Just go to Indeed.com slash today right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash today. Conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. This morning, Consumer Confidential. We're going to we're going to talk about caregiving. This isn't something we always talk about a lot here, but we're going to talk about caregiving because it can be draining emotionally, but it can also be draining financially. In fact, a recent AARP report found that 38 million Americans are spending a full quarter of their annual income on caregiving costs. So we brought in CNBC's senior personal finance correspondent, Sharon Epperson. She's here to share some ways to, to ease the burden. So we're not going to talk about the emotional aspect of it this morning, but let's, let's, let's talk about the financial aspect. You maintain the best thing to do is start early. It's really important to start early, and you can't take the emotion out of it, Craig. I mean, it's important to start early by talking about the situation and how you're going to pay for it. Long-term care insurance, that is probably one of the best ways to be able to pay for long-term care, but it's expensive. It could be thousands of dollars a year in premiums, and a lot of people don't have it yet, and they're in an emergency situation where they need it or they can't afford it. And the older you get, the more expensive it becomes. Exactly. So the important thing to do is have that talk about who is going to do what when your loved one cannot do that. So 
the legal documents that allow you to do that, the health care proxy, the power of attorney, very, very important. You want to have a blueprint of what is going to happen if your loved one needs care, who is going to take care of them, where they're going to be. Have that conversation before you need to have it happen. Is there a certain age where you should be having those conversations? Or? I mean, I think this is a multi-generational issue. Okay. And so it should be talked about all, all along the way. I did not fully appreciate there were so many nonprofit organizations and government agencies that were providing help. Well, there are. And so it's important to check with your state about your state Medicaid program. If you qualify for that, if you're a family caregiver, you could get financial assistance. If you're a veteran, you could get financial assistance for your family caregiver. There's also, though, a lot of people who aren't going to be able to do that. And so getting someone to help, getting respite care is very, very important. And then also looking into what other government and health benefits might be available, what disability programs are out there, specifically for certain diseases, nonprofit organizations may be working with you for that. You got to look. Yeah, you got to look. So, Sharon, a lot of folks may not know, I wasn't aware of this, that there are some tax benefits that you could tap into to help with this. For a lot of family caregivers, they're providing financial support for their loved one, at least if not all year, half of the year. And if so, they may qualify to have that person as their dependent. Mm -hmm. If that happens, you can qualify for some medical expense deductions on your tax return. If you're making $40,000 a year, anything above $3,000 could be written off in terms of medical expenses. And I talked to a family who spent $5,000 on a hospital bed in their home for their loved one. So Mm -hmm. that could be written off. Dependent care, tax credit is another possible tax credit. You can go to irs.gov to Mm -hmm. see if you qualify for that. But that could be a percentage of up to $3,000 in qualified expenses. Oh, wow. And then also there's there's your employer. There may be benefits there. That is the best thing to do is make sure you know what your employee benefits are. If you can contribute to a health savings account, Mm -hmm. you have a high deductible health care plan, you can use that health savings account to put away money to then spend on those types of things for your loved one. Flexible spending accounts is another way that you can do that, either a health flexible spending account Mm -hmm. or dependent care flexible spending account, paid time off, remote work. We take it for granted. But when you're caring for someone, you need that. And the emotional part of it. The emotional part. Again, you can't separate the emotion from the finances. And so an employee assistance program that your employer may offer could be very important. All right. Really quickly, I didn't know that there was such thing. There are people who specialize in this field. They're, They're managers, care managers. So they're nurses, they're social workers, and they now specialize in being care managers and helping you figure out where, if I want to have my loved one in a senior facility, what's the best one? What type of services should should I get? How do I create a plan for my loved one as they're needing care because I don't necessarily know how long, but I want to make sure that I'm providing the right type of care at the right time. It can be about $125 an hour. That's a lot of money. But some people say that saves you the emotional stress. I think the bottom line is there is support. There is Um, support. You don't have to go through this alone because it can be very isolating. That was so much useful information there. Thank you. And we encourage folks to go back and and watch it on our website as well. There's more information about managing those caregiving costs. Again, it's today.com. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. All right. Still to come, in Wellness Wednesday, autumn anxiety. It's a real thing. We're going to share some ways to embrace the change in the season. And then later, eye-opening beauty secrets today. Makeup artist to the stars, Patrick Ta is going to take us from summer to fall. We'll be right back. We're back now on Wellness Wednesday, and we're mentally preparing for the change in season. Mm -hmm. Now, this could be a tricky time, not just saying goodbye to summer, but 
preparing for a whole new routine. So we've got psychotherapist and author Nero Feliciano here to help us ease into the fall. Good to see Good you. Good morning. Welcome back. Morning. Welcome back. Okay, so, you know, we've been enjoying this summer state of mind, but mm-hmm. now kids are getting ready for school and the changes are happening and the vacation's over. So, <laughs> How do you keep those? You I'm, need meanwhile, I'm oh, celebrating. Right I'm not, that's right. So for some of it, back to school is I've right. got a lot of anxiety. But that aside, uh, how, do you, how do you start that transition? That's a really good point. And even though autumn anxiety is not a clinical term, we can all feel like a big, overwhelming Sunday scary. I don't know, but I'm, I'm team no pumpkin spice yet. Yeah. <laughs> so we got to hold on a little bit. But there are ways to transition well. And number one, focus on the three S's. Sun, because... Daylight hours are going down. We want to mm-hmm. make the most of the weather, get the vitamin D because that helps our serotonin levels. Sleep, non-negotiable. Do you ever notice like day two back to school, everyone's exhausted? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes, because we're expending a lot of neuroenergy. That's the mind-body connection. We okay. feel it physically. And just to know on sleep, teenagers, no devices in the room. Their life depends on sleep, literally. Mm. So guard that. And then stillness, because chronic noise is actually a health risk. We see higher rates of hypertension, stroke, cardiac arrest. And the stillness helps to calm our nervous system, regulate emotion. Stillness at night or stillness just in moments throughout the day? Anytime. Take time, do nothing. This summer, I just sat out looking at butterflies for 10 minutes. And then it gives you the cognitive clarity to go and do what you need to do. What do you suggest we put on the calendar for our mental health? Should we schedule... I don't know. Something? What, yes. why, what's the calendar yes. have to do with Always all something to look forward to. Oh, well, that's a great oh, idea. Yeah. Okay. So You're okay. big on that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. something to look forward to. Maybe it's a trip. Maybe it's mm-hmm. just getting your pumpkin spice, whatever, once that's a cool. week. I even tell clients, if you know you're going to have a week that's hormonal, which in our house is every week between teenagers and perimenopause, <laughs> schedule something to look forward to mm-hmm. because it elevates your mood. That's cool. Anticipation. Other, yes. Anticipation. And the other thing is we don't have to let everything go in summer. What did you love most about summer? Oh, my goodness. All my, you know me. I was doing all sorts of Zen activities. I bought a ring for it. I remember yes. thinking, I'm so happy in this moment. I remember buying myself a ring and thinking, okay, I'm going to wear it and like feel it when I feel stressed. So that reminds that you. So yeah. that doesn't end. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I was just looking at your, your summer ring. Do you buy, are you going to buy a different ring for fall? Maybe if I feel it. So it's yes. a mood ring. Well, just, you know, it's a memory. <laughs> yes, make carry it a fall ring. If you loved reading, make time for it in the fall. What can we carry over and transition into fall? We don't need to lose it. So, I mean, listen, we just sent two kids back to school yesterday. This is a stressful time for anyone who's getting their kids back to school. What are some things that that we can do to reduce that part of of the stress of fall? So the routine takes time. But number one, a state of the union, do a family meeting, Mm. go over all the logistics, who's picking up who, when are you meal planning? And what I suggest, especially if you're two parents or two, a couple raising a family, create one time a week. Because if you don't, that conversation is going to spill into all your conversations in the week, and then your relationship is going to feel very transactional. So you mean the, the unending text thread that my wife and I keep going <laughs> so regarding good. logistics don't and operations? Don't, 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 don't. So is you're saying to have a state of the union with the whole family? family. Or just, okay. And especially the two people running the show or one so person good. or caregiver, whatever. And then start small. Marathon runners not included. But we <laughs> want to build habits that are sustainable. We don't want them to be stressful. Celebrate the wins along the way because mm-hmm. that will increase motivation. And know that routines take weeks, in, in fact, sometimes months, to solidify. Check in, make sure what's working, what's not, and choose your focus, which I love. Every season has benefits.
benefits and challenges. Mm. How you experience it will depend on what you focus on. And let me tell you, as a mom with half my kids in high school, that finish line of parenting Ooh. is in sight. And now those things that used to aggravate me, mm-hmm. lunches, going to the bus, I, I, driving, I, I long for. Zero. I zero. Uh, the finish line is never in sight. <laughs> Yeah, it's wonderful, but it's never inside. So just, yeah. uh, little oh, kids, little problems, bigger uh, kids, bigger problems. Nero, thank you this so is much. So good. We appreciate thank it. you. All right. Well, the new season also means new looks. Up next, we have makeup artists to the stars, Patrick Ta here to share a fall makeup lesson. And then later, back to school hacks, simple ways to get you organized at home and in the classroom. We'll be right back. Okay. I'd like. Summer is winding down, so we are going to show you how to switch up your look to go from summer to fall. So here to help us is celebrity makeup artist Patrick Ta, known for his beauty tutorials on TikTok and Instagram. He's also one of Hollywood's top makeup artists working with celebs like you see him here, Carol G, Camila Cabello, and Sydney Sweeney, just to name a few. And he has his own namesake brand, Patrick Ta Beauty, and he is here. Good morning to you. Good morning. Welcome to today. I am so excited to be here. Hey, All right, so let's dig in. So first things first, you have a way, you know, we all get blemishes from time to time, a way yeah. to kind of cover them up. So as we transition from summer to fall, so, and we're wearing foundation again, a really great way to use foundation is using a cream foundation. Cream, so okay. Areas that I tend to get red or anyone to get red is like around your nose, uh-huh. around your mouth. And I love that cream. You can double it as a foundation, as your base, but also as a blemish concealer. So if you don't have anything else on your face and you use the cream, do you need other things to kind of blend it in or no, is the cream we, enough? We, we, it just blends like seem, like seamlessly into okay. the skin. Okay. You know, I've never used cream. I, should I, use cream. I honestly, I love it so much. It's so lightweight, so really? natural and, and it's buildable. So okay. it's honestly like for any, for anyone's preference. Let's talk about blush. What's the secret to not getting just blotchy cheeks? So blush is my favorite step in any makeup really? routine, but I'm going to show you a viral trick that I actually made. Okay. Um, so I know that we're, we're all taught to do cream before powder, Yes. but I love doing a powder b- before a cream. Okay. So I'm going to show Liz. Hi Liz. So I'm going to show on my bottle Liz. And okay. again, we spend so much time like, perfecting our base. We, I, I never want to swipe my makeup. I want to go in pressing motion. So I'm just okay. going to press the blush just right onto the apples of the cheeks. Placement is so important, guys. You want to look vibrant. You want to look cute. Just onto, just onto right. the apples of the cheeks. I think we do it too low, most of us. But I'm going to show you the cream on top of the powder. I know I know it sounds scary and it pe- like people always say, oh my God, is it going to pick up my, my makeup? Yeah. But again, if you just go in pressing motions, press, 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 the press, cream press. is going to just melt the powder into the skin okay. and the blush is going to look like it's coming from within. And like, you see how like, it just mm. brought all that glow and all that skin back and to life. And do not, you don't blend it. You just kind of let it live. I, 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 I let it sit just right there. I feel like okay. blush is always the first thing to go. So okay. by layering two different textures, okay. it allows the product to last that much longer. Okay. And Liz, you're beautiful, so that helps as well. <laughs> Alright, so next you have a trick for longer-lasting eyes. Ooh, so yes. I feel like everybody loves a neutral palette, and okay. I feel like a neutral palette is the most forgiving if you're if, if you're someone who isn't like, used to wearing a lot of eyeshadow. But I'm going to show you a trick that is going to allow your foundation, to, I mean, allow your eyeshadow to last that much longer. Okay, make and it it's, pop. Yeah, so it's applying cream on top, uh, cream under powder. So on, see on, on this eye. So. so before you do anything, put the cream on? Yeah, put the cream on as your base. You you can use this to just kind of shape out the eyeshadow look that that, that you want. And, you okay. know, I'm normally given like two hours for glam. So this is like a, like, like a five-minute demonstration. Sure, sure. But I'm 
gonna start by just shaping off the eye with the cream, and this is gonna give you like that more lived in. It's gonna make your eyeshadow look more rich, more luxurious, mm. okay. not so dry. Okay, so the um, cream, and then you put the powder on top. So of I'm it? gonna put the powder just on top. So applying the powder just on top, and this is going to allow your your eyeshadow to last honestly from day to night and because you're laying the two different textures like the pigment is really going to show. Can I tell you why I like this? Because a lot of us do our best at home. Let's say we're going out somewhere and I know people can relate to this. You put it on, you think, oh, I've done something. And then you take a picture and you look and it looks you're like, like oh. you're not wearing anything. I know. So I feel like that, that for me, because I'm always doing makeup under like bright lights, I need that pigment. Pop, yeah. So I want that pop. So okay. applying the, the two textures is okay. going to really make it pop. Okay. Thank you, Olivia. Beautiful eyes. All right, last but not least, you have a shortcut to lining the lips. All right, Ooh, all right. So lipstick is the easiest way to really amplify a look, but I'm gonna show you like a little technique that we're, we're taught to do really clean, like precise lines. Yes. But a really flattering way to use like a lip cream is okay. like having a blurred lip line. So I'm gonna start by just lining the lips with a lip cream. Okay. And, and then I'm gonna start like blending it, blending it out. I really love that diffuse look because it's so, mm -hmm. like it's so forgiving, it's so useful. And then just applying this, just like the rest right so Patrick, onto. Patrick, we don't just take the lipstick itself and just put it on our lips, which is what most of us do. Does it help to have a brush? Um, I personally love a brush just for okay. a little bit, just for a little bit more um, okay. technique. And, and then I'm blend just gonna blend the rest okay. into the lips. And sometimes you can even put this on, onto the apples of your cheeks. So give it that. Go so it's a, it's a two in one. It's a very like monochromatic look. Patrick, home run. Thank you, you so did much. It. And you're beautiful as well. Thank all right, you. thank you to all of our models and Patrick, of course. Ahead, guys, you really missed out, but fall also means back to school time. We're helping you get organized with great school hacks, including one that makes packing lunches a breeze. Al, what's cooking? You want to hold on to summer as long as we can, so hope you're hungry because we're firing up the grill, sharing secrets to perfect baby back ribs fall off the bone with Leah Cohen after we come back on the third hour today. Mm. Um, ribs. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. All right, back to school season can be stressful and hectic, so we're sharing some ways to get organized and to even make the whole process a little fun as well. And here to show us how to do that, Patrice J. Williams, affordable lifestyle expert, also author of Looking Fly on a Dime. Hey. 
Patrice, oh. welcome back. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. So why do you love this particular desk organizer so much? Desks can get so unorganized. Sure. So when you have something that's super cohesive and functional, yeah. that's why I love this. So you got black, you got rose gold, which like always gold. looks super pretty. Luxe, yeah. And silver. This comes with 12 different pieces. So you're pretty much going to have everything you need to keep mm -hmm. your folders organized. It even comes with like a little phone stand. And you know oh, what? Wow. When it looks yeah. good, you feel better. It you does. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I like the look like you're put yes. together. Yeah, at least. You look at your desk and everything <laughs> exactly. looks nice good. and organized. Looks more cohesive. Now, the laptop carrier, this, this is, yes. this is, these are this really This is genius. really great. And it's got like a puffy design to it, it as well. Mm -hmm. So it gives you extra padding for your laptop. And this is made of durable recycled nylon. Mm -hmm. And this is also machine washable. Mm -hmm. So laptops go through a mm -hmm. bit of work. So this is going to be machine washable, really durable as well. This is for 30 bucks, not 30 bad. Bucks, 30 bucks, yeah. Patrice, this might be my favorite item here this so far. This is my favorite. I've been using this for the past week. So it's removable, reusable wallpaper. That's huh. brilliant. So you literally just cut it to size. You can like, have, we have it here on the fridge, but you can put it on your desk as well. I use this so when it's I'm transparent. like. Exactly, transparent. But it comes in That's white cute. as well. And it comes with the three markers. Yeah, so. Just regular oh. dry erase markers? Yeah, dry erase. You just and does the little cup come with it too? Doesn't come with the uh, cup. But that's, a cute <laughs> idea. that's just a cute uh, accessory okay. though. Yeah, design yeah. style. All right, so what's this next one? This is terrific. This is amazing right here. What so is this it? is I can I see know you're like, what that. is yeah, it? Yeah. So it's made of leather, but the inside oh, of it is for your cute. chargers and your cords. That's so, so when you're traveling? Exactly. When you're traveling or even just going to the office. And this holds really bulky chargers as well. Like laptop chargers are really bulky. So it has elastic bands and everything. You know what Roker says? ABC. Always be charging. Always be charging. And here's how you do it. That's there you go. Cute. And it's also cute. I like it the book. is. And it's shaped like a book. So yeah. we love These that. These are just adorable. Aren't they the best? So cute. I own a few items from this brand. These are the lunch bags here. So you see how you can just like remove the patches. That's and you cute. see I'm kind of struggling with this a little bit because it is it pretty stays like. On. Exactly. That's good Which though. is a good thing. Yeah. We like that though. So you can really just swap the patches in and out. That's cute. The inside that's, that's is insulated. Cute. Keeps cold, food cold for up to five hours. Thank you. them out. Thank you. Thank you, Uncle Al. It is. Yeah. All right. And then last but not least, I feel like adults can use these and kids. So adults and kids as well. So this is really compact. This is like a bento box, two different layers here. Mm -hmm. And the inside is actually divided. You've got your utensils as well. This comes in a ton right. of different colors. <laughs> I'm just passing out <laughs> gifts for everyone. Everyone gets a color here. This is and really cute. It's also okay. machine washable. <laughs> Pass on a leather one. By the way, for as well, so. we use these. These are our lunch yeah. boxes. Yeah, these mm -hmm. are perfect though. Beautiful. You got the fork in there and everything. Everything you need. Thank Patrice, you. thank you. That was fantastic. Well, speaking of eating. For more on these products, you know where to go. Today.com slash shop. Mm -hmm. Just ahead, we're grilling dinner and dessert with a peachy end of summer meal that we can make at home tonight. Third hour today, I'll be right back. That's a great idea. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Hey. That was good. This morning and today, food, we got the perfect end of summer spread. If you're going to be hosting a Labor Day celebration or just grilling out, Leah Cohen is a cookbook author as well as chef and owner behind New York-based restaurants, Pig and Cow and Piggyback NYC. Yeah. Leah, good to see you. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Thank you for having Absolutely. me. Are you guys ready for some ribs? You yes. 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 And you got to start by seasoning. Okay, yeah. So we have salt, black pepper, and five spice. Mm -hmm. okay. And then we have the baby back ribs here. We removed the membrane. You right. and I talked about this off camera. Mm -hmm. It's really important because you want to get them nice and tender. Right. Yeah. And then we're just going to sprinkle a good amount on top. Back okay. and, and back and forth. Yep, mm -hmm. top and bottom. And then you just want to close it 
okay. really tight, and we're going to bake it in the oven low for like 325 at two about two hours to get them really nice and tender. Okay, so okay. far, yes. check. Okay, and then we have the barbecue sauce. This is so a hoisin sauce. This is a hoisin sauce. So you like want nice the, the base is hoisin, so you want to make sure you use a good hoisin. Mm -hmm. I use Leekum Key. We have a caramel already here, which is just sugar that's been caramelized. Oh, then wow. we have aromatics. We have shallots. Mm. We have garlic and ginger. Yeah. Craig's chewing already. Yeah. <laughs> Al's going to help me with that. Okay. And then we have fish sauce, soy fish sauce, sauce, and the hoisin sauce. And you need the tang from rice wine vinegar. Why the okay. fish so, sauce, Chef? Fish sauce adds umami, and it's one of my favorite sauces. Ooh, umami. Yes, everyone <laughs> loves umami. And then okay. we have the ribs that have been cooked and cooled down. And then we're going to brush them with that glaze, that barbecue okay. sauce. Okay. And then we're going to add them to a hot grill. And the, the there's a lot of sugar in here, so it can mm. caramelize and kind of burn. So you just want to be careful. And so get you're just those finishing these off. Exactly. Okay. Yep. And then you're going to do front and back. And then you're going to just grill them. Okay. And then um, and then you just chop them up. And we garnish them with a little scallion. Right. You can it looks garnish good. them with some cilantro, whatever okay. you like. Craig, what do you think? Oh, these are great. Good? Yeah. I mean, listen. You can get this at oh, my wow. restaurant at Pig and Cow in the Lower East Side. Would they be this guys... tender? They would will like be, this? yes. So definitely. But if, but if, you get, if you can't get to New York, you can make these. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's not an intimidating recipe. It, no, it's very simple. Okay. I think. Dessert. Yes. And now for dessert, we have grilled peaches. Peaches and cream is one of my favorite flavor combination. Peaches, 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 peaches. <laughs> so we have for the crumble, we have brown sugar, oh, some oats, some flour, some regular sugar. Okay. I like to add a little bit of sesame oil Ooh, just to give oh, it a oh, little oh. bit of a savory flavor. Well, and that's then, interesting. Yeah. Not the toasted, but just regular yep. sesame. Mm -hmm. And then we have butter because you need because tons of, of butter. Of course yes. you do. Is that and butter chilled? Or does chilled it butter, yes. Okay. And then we have this pastry cutter and so you can use okay. it like that. You can do it with your hands if you don't have a pastry cutter or you can do it with a fork. Okay. And then we have the peaches that have been really nicely oiled and then we're just gonna cook them on the grill Yum. And then they take about three to four minutes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And you kind of want them tender, but you don't want them super soft. They okay. want them to have a little bit of resistance. And then we're just going to serve them with your favorite vanilla ice cream. Ooh. What kind of oil did you use on those? Oil I would cream? use just a neutral flavored oil. Okay. Grapeseed oil, canola oil, whatever you have. You can eat, I mean, if you want olive oil, it's fine. And peaches, by the way, peaches are still in season for a few weeks. They are. Yeah. They are for sure. And, and then, it looks good. Like it just looks like a fun, creative dessert. It's fun. You know I mean? And this is my twist, right? Okay. So we have have some chili oil crisp. Now, some oh. people might think that's a little bit weird I didn't to see put that chili oil on top, but a nice little bit of heat, and you just mm -hmm. drizzle it on. Pick your favorite one. Okay. Thank you, Al. And then the crumble, right? Okay. So it gives a little bit of sweet, a little bit of savory, Ooh, and I just love some sort of heat. You know, like, all of my dishes at the restaurant have some heat and some kick to them. Yeah. Chili crisp oil is all the rage yeah. now. It is. it is. It really got popular a couple years ago, and then everyone has one. So, Yum. and you That's can make it at fantastic. home. It's not that hard to make yourself, but you can also buy your favorite Ooh, one. Is, you, know you, how, you know how you know it's good. We're still holding the ribs. That's right. And eating, and the, eating dessert. the dessert. <laughs> Leah, thank you thank so you much. So thank much. you so much. Very good. If you want these recipes, just head to today.com slash food. Third hour of today will be right The back. texture of the crumble, too. So good. Yeah. Hey, before we go, there's a new season of Ask Rory that just dropped on Golf Pass, a golf membership site from NBC Sports Next. And Mr. Craig Melvin got the chance to ask golf legend Rory McIlroy for some advice. 
I, I did. Uh, I'm going to uh, put it to work, hopefully, the next time I head out to the course. <laughs> uh, but Rory, I, he also answered one of Dylan's questions as well. So you can watch all four seasons of Ask Rory, and you can get a ton of golf tips as well by heading to golfpass.com. I've actually used Golf Pass. That's pretty cool. It's a, it's, it's a great site. That's it's cool. a great concept. Too. And we have another exciting announcement today. We are helping prepare our Start Today community for fall. So we're asking you to join us on September 18th for a Start Today meal prep event. So we're always talking about, you know, walking, but it's also our meals. Those are sure. important too. This is sponsored by Instacart. So the best part of this, it's all virtual. So no matter where you are this morning, you can attend. So purchase to t- purchase tickets, just scan our QR code or head to today.com slash start today. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, tomorrow right here on the third hour of today, how to figure out your technology personality. Ooh, that's an a abacus. good one. <laughs> Coming up, that's... actress Lala Anthony dishes on her summer rom-com. We hope to see you tomorrow. In the meantime, have a great day and stay safe if you're down south. Mm-hmm. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun. And that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.